muscles from The one who, who has an end is to come Only way, one you then you're, you're the only one Be king of my head, king of my heart King of all me King of my light, king of my dark King of my mind, king of my breath King of my roar, king of every word I say King of my peace, king of my war
was being Coming back to life, coming back to life But something inside you can't deny You hear the call of your creator I made you from more, unlock the door I wanna restore your glory So
black and blue, painted in mercy's hue. I don't see past this, but you see me now. Who I'll be then? There at the end, standing there as the masterpiece. You shape me the soul in me. You're moving where I can't see, and all I am is in your hands. You're taking me all apart, like you was your plan from the start to finish your work. Go on for all to see. You're making a masterpiece. You're making a masterpiece. Even though I'm hurting, I'll let you keep working. You're making a
Thank you. 
I was there the moment that it happened But you couldn't see me through the pain I caught every tear as they were falling When you lost your heart that day Yeah, you lost your heart that day Now you only see through broken lenses Trying to keep your head above the shame You believe the lie that I am distant But I hold you every day Yeah, I hold you every day If you could see
Welcome to uh, Dime Light Informed Ministers, Revolution One, Revolution One Dove Radio, or Dove Radio, Dove Revolution Dove One Radio. Um, this is your local high priest, Neha, Rabbi, and Minister Nikki Arrow. Well, full news tonight, and then I'm going to do a couple other readings, and then next week will be our first call out. And that call-out deals with a Bible verse that I'll read from Revelation. But right now, uh, I'm doing your updated news. And we're talking about the Biden vaccine mandate and women at work. And our first article was a young woman, I don't remember her name exactly, that worked for Fox News Business. She's quitting because they're mandating vaccines. Businesses are fighting it also major businesses um i'm gonna read an article here after that it says fellow americans the biden administration just announced that businesses with more than a hundred people will be forced to require the covid vaccine for all employees in other words joe biden is basically saying get vaccinated or starve well we have a simple message to joe biden no we will not stand idly by and let the racial left continue to turn our country into a totalitarian state. We will not let the radical left continue to dangle our God-given constitution freedom in front of us like some kind of carrot or special reward for complying to their unconstitutional edicts and orders. Or edicts and orders. And it goes on to say, we will not continue to be told what is best for our individual lives 
by corrupted career politicians and feckles of unelected bureaucrats. The writing has been on the wall for months. First, we lock you out of your houses of worship, schools, and shut down businesses. Then they force you to wear a mask. Now Joe Biden and the racial leftists at the White House are going to stop you from feeding your families who don't get the COVID vaccine. They don't care about your rights or religion, religious freedoms. They don't care about your rights and medical privacy. They don't care about your rights to determine how you should live your life. The only thing that matters to Joe Biden and the radical left is that you obey. And if you don't stand up here now, it will never end. And this guy runs this particular thing. He says, my name is Hermit Dilhan, and I found the Center for American Liberty to push back against these kind of threats to our civil liberties. And Biden blatantly unconstitutionally ordered to mandate businesses to require COVID vaccine in perhaps his worst offense yet. Forget about the astronomical hypocrisy. For years, we have shouted, my body, my choice. But it is clear that we only care about your body and your choice when it fits your political narrative. And if we don't take immediate action against Biden administration's new vaccine mandate, your rights to take your own medical decisions, your rights for individual freedom will disappear overnight. And it goes on to say, if we don't fight for our freedoms today, then we'll be gone tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you in advance for standing with us and for liberty. And this was the editor of Gab magazine. I received it by email out of nowhere. Uh, I'm picking up people I don't know. So the first verse we're going to read today is dealing with resistance. I'm standing up for women's rights and reproductive. Number one, I have a choice whether I want to have an abortion or not. I choose not to. Just like I choose not to take a vaccine. I'm in the medical community and I refuse because I've seen half a dozen women in my own community take some of the vaccines and end up with sterility or end up getting the new COVID strand from it. So let's see what the father says here. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And it's Ephesians 5.21. So we're, we're to submit to the father through Christ or Yeshua. I find it odd that all of a sudden they're mandating me to go take a vaccine. They can go bark up a tree. So let's see what it says. In a world of equal opportunity and pursuit of equality, submission can be taught, taught, tough, pillow, to swallow. <clears throat> Perhaps there are just too many hang-ups with the word in English. If submission seems like a stumbling block to you, and this is pointing to to Biden, try thinking about the word acceptance. Acceptance. The way the scriptures want us to understand submission is perhaps the best, best when thinking about the anatomy or anatomy. The opposite of submission is resistance. And this is where all sorts of trouble can brew. <clears throat> if you think of some recent arguments you may have had, 
you were probably resisting the idea, emotions or actions of someone else. In this article, we're seeing Biden is resisting the American people and what they want to force European standards of socialism, or in this case, Hitlerism. Uh, while you have equal, valid ideas, emotions, and actions, lean into the love of Yeshua, the Messiah, and learn to accept or re relent once in a while. So his grace can ex be experienced through you. And here's a question I pose. In what way can you be resistant to something because of your own desires? And how might Yeshua be asking you to change? We can apply this to this president. What would our king, our savior, our God, our father think about what this guy is doing right now? He's using NWO tactics, Hitler tactics from Germany to force American people that have a valid choice whether they want to take a vaccine or not, mandating it and forcing us and our children, telling us our we have no right to have parental guidance over our children. Think about that. I don't have children, but I'm not going to take a vaccine that's going to prevent me from having children. I have women's rights. That's dealing with my reproductive. I refuse. I had COVID. I took one vaccine. I'm not doing it again. I had too many side effects. I'm lucky. I'm a, one of the lucky ones that didn't end up in the hospital with paralysis or losing a child. I wouldn't want that. Remember, this is the same president that left nearly 13,000 to 80,000 people in Afghanistan that were Americans or people that helped American citizens that were Afghani Christians. 13 people in our military were killed. Two of them was a husband and wife that had a, children, a child left behind, a son and daughter. That grandmother is nearly 60, raising two grandbabies, and she's out for Biden's neck. Think about that. So let's go to our next news article. Okay. Next news article talks about, from Glenn Beck talks about the same thing. It says, many of the people who receive either one or two shots are being beginning to wake up. They are told by the experts that they just need to get the shot and things will be back to normal. Things aren't far from normal. And now we are being told that they will likely be getting a multiple booster shot and even a pill to treat COVID. Thankfully, many of them are taking a stand and fighting back. On September the 10th, it was reported that a New York hospital is going to pause baby deliveries after a scare of resignations by maternity unit workers who refused to refuse to inject an experimental substance into their bodies. This is dealing with COVID. Over the weeks, I received a direct message from NASA engineer who informed me that almost all the engineers here have all banded together and are forcing NASA administration to fire them, both vaccinated and unvaccinated alike. NASA is on the hiring freeze so firing all these fellows would essentially kill the Artemis mission. Now, Artemis is where they're, they're going from 
space station above us and planning to go to Mars. Okay. Many people believe they were fully vaccinated after two shots. They trusted the system. They believed things would get back to normal. They took the shot, often reluctantly, and these things in mind. And they are quickly finding out they've been lied to. Now they are preparing to be labeled unvaccinated again if they refuse to get yet another shot. Look on the bright side. Moderna shared shares jumped nearly 5% on the news, and they reveal one new single booster shot. Meanwhile, tens of millions of Americans face, face being fired, kicked out of schools, removed from our military, refusing medical care, and more for having faith in the immune, immune system God gave them to overcome a virus with a 90% survival rating rate for the overwhelming majority of the population. This is to come after a pseudo-president, Joe Biden, declared war on 80 million, 80 million, or likely way more Americans who refuse to participate in the biggest lab rat experiment in history. I've been writing about concepts like this, like the need for a parallel economy, a parallel internet, and a parallel society throughout the 2021 election. But what does this actually look like? We are about to find out. If you've already been vaccinated, you can join those who have not been by refusing to get any of these booster shots. At some point, enough of us need to say enough is enough. They, the way this is going to work is even if you receive two shots already, you're going to group yourself in with us unvaccinated people because without a booster shot, you will no longer be fully vaccinated. So you might as well unite with the rest of us and start building something new. It goes on to say, all of the best, most talented and smart people are critical thinkers. They are builders, doers. They think quickly, leaving the ex ex existing system that will be left is low quality talent. The, the yes men who will shut up, do what they are told and get their 15th booster shot to keep their job. My heart goes out for those people, but all you know exactly the type I am about. This is Glenn Beck, okay? This existing system will begin to collapse under a sea of vaccinated, talented store shortages, incompetence, and work political nonsense. Hospitals won't and already can't find much need needed nurses' talent. NASA mission will be aborted. Schools won't be able to find teachers. Businesses who are already having trouble filing, filling open positions will be forced to compete with businesses who don't pry into their health care privacy. You can't just cut off 80 million people and not expect your business and country to suffer. The society is obedient regime sheep will chug along for a while, but inadvertently it will succumb under the weight of market forces 
from the growing new parallel society. Companies without mandates will perform better and get all the best talent. Doctors will start private practices. Families will begin homeschooling their children. Blue states and majority cities will see mass exoduses like anything in the American history. All we have to do is say no and start building a new society for ourselves. We need to take control of our own destiny here and do what's needed to be done to protect our families and preserve our values and indeed our own humanity. I believe that God has a plan, or Yahuwah, as he always does, for what is unfolding as a global scale today. Now, more than ever, we must keep the faith and do as Christians or Messianic believers, or I'm a Nazarite Jew in this case, have always done, surviving and thriving. Do you think it was easy for the pilgrims to set out for a new land and start building from scratch? Of course not. But they did it and ended up building the greatest country in the history of the world. Do you think it was easy for the first century Christians? Or, in this case, uh, Jewish believers that came over to spread the gospel? Of course not. But today, billions of Christians and Jewish believers know that Christ or Yeshua is on the throne because of his work and sacrifice. It's not a lot of way in we can see in a lot of ways we are modern pilgrims of our time seeking religious freedom and sovereignty to escape from the rule of tyranny elites who hate us. Their blood runs in our veins. The spirit of our pilgrims is in our hearts and most importantly Yahuwah or God is our Yahuwah or God. We can and must do this, force their hand, stand together with, with others like-minded people at your schools, works, and say, no, we will not comply. Then start your pilgrimage to a new parallel society where Yeshua is king, family values matter, and freedom reigns. And then this has come from Trump. It says, stop the vaccine mandate. We will sue Biden to end his authoritarian vaccine mandate. We will call for every patriot to step up and help fund our efforts. You are going to join us, and we will sit on the sidelines. There, there has never been a more critical time to contribute and the raising money for awareness. We are asking. We are at risk of losing our freedoms like never before. We hope you will join us on the right history. So now I'm going to read another verse that pertains to this. <clears throat> Just a minute here. Month of Eros. Interesting, I read two, two six articles already, and I come up with women's rights and reproductive. Think of this way. You've got pro-choice and pro-life. I'm pro-life. I'm being told by pro-choice I have to take a vaccine. Remember, Biden signed a uh, executive order that made it globally to kill a baby at nine months out of the womb, stab it in the head and suck its brains out. 
I'm going to college right now within the next 30 to 60 days, they're going to be signing a bill that legalizes doctors, future medical staff like me, the mandate it to where I'm going to have to be an abortionist and I refuse. I'm pulling out of school. It says a month of arrows. They sharpen their tongues like swords and aim cruel words like deadly arrows. That was Psalm 64.3. So let's see what this says. It can be difficult to ask for help at times. And we like to try to solve our own problems on our own. This is not how Adonai created us to operate. We need his strength to preserve and we need the support of others as well. Rather than trying to muster up enough power to forge through life alone, we should seek the Adonai, seek Adonai's face and ask for help in times of trouble. The Lord is gracious and generous. He gives us strength and he also gives us each other. We can thank, okay, we can thank him for the gift of communication and ask him to help us help us our help us use our words for good and not harm how can you use your words to build others up today and i'm using my words by reading articles that pertain to the biden administration and what they think of the american people i am an american citizen they hate me they hate you he's a he's he he won't admit it but it came out long ago that he's not what it's cracked up to be so let's go over the next couple items of business page Horowitz as vaccinated COVID hospitalization soar government blocks the one option that works now here's where it gets scary the government is forcing a vaccine but there's an option that could eradicate the vaccine. Which is interesting that they would outlaw it. Okay, it says, like Blaze News, let's get news that matters and mostly anything that a person should ask, okay, uh, is uh, the government is not going more than the monoclonal antibodies and available to people with sickness of the virus. According to recorded levels, a few weeks ago, I have been abrupt about people testing required limiting operations and losing critical days. Uh, it goes on to say that until now, the discussed treatment method, which is the mitochondrial, is being blocked, outlawed, was dismissed in the argument. Just get the vaccine and you will be fine. The cardinal natural properties of the vaccine are not looked at. Uh, since January. However, now the surge of hospitalization rates among vaccinated populations, especially those who risk of dying from the virus, the entire argument indeed is strategic of the vaccine center focus. And we're still pushing this mandate. To begin with, the vaccine never stopped transmission. Indeed, the virus is spreading more than ever in higher vaccinated areas. However, we are promised it would protect from serious illness. Well, a friend of my wife in Houston, a cancer survivor, has mudged by reality last week when she came down with the virus after receiving a Pfizer shot in March. 
she was getting sicker and thankfully I got her connected with one of the few doctors who treat the virus outpatiently. She also got the mitochondrial antibodies, which I received after being forced to get the prescription uh, for it in Texas, where she never heard heard of until I told her about the treatment. She was able to avoid the hospital with thousands of vaccinated and unvaccinated. Who does not have access to amazing doctors? Mm. I have known are the lucky ones. On July the 7th, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan accused of the vaccination spreading the virus announced unverified statistics that 100% of the COVID deaths were among the unvaccinated and then proceeded to offer people false hope. If you have not gotten your vaccine, the virus and its variant are a dangerous threat to you, Hogan said. Well, fast forward two months, and now truth comes out that already in June, vaccinated people were getting seriously ill from the virus, according to WDAL. Illness and hospitalizations are increasing rapidly among vaccinated people, like what I said nearly a year ago. Over the past few months, about 30% of the hospitalizations in Anna Arrow County were fully vaccinated, and the numbers were running between 30 and 40% in the neighborhood of Howard County. The critical point here is, is not that the exact number, but the trend. Every day this goes on. More and more early vaccinated people experience a complete waning of their injection-induced antibodies. A volunteer ambulance service in the North Baltimore area said that the number of requests for mitochondrial antibodies has skyrocketed and that that the majority of the patients who have come to the mitochondrial antibody infusion have been fully vaccinated. Now suddenly government Hogan is pushing booster shots for the elderly and immunocompromised, but those were the people who were the vaccinated, who for whom the vaccine was needed most, and nobody will answer the simple question as to how the booster of the vaccine for an already evolved virus will work for every, every few months of time. West Virginia liberal, liberal Republican Governor Jim Justice, who spent the last few months slamming people for not getting the vaccine, has now conceded the vaccine hospitalization are increasing much quicker over the past eight weeks. We are already seeing this in other countries as well. Following in Israel's path, the majority of those hospitalization with COVID are fully vaccinated. Ireland had 54% are fully vaccinated. Worst of all, COVID deaths are being beginning to seep back into the nursing homes. Despite nearly all the residents being vaccinated, they are being misled with false sense of security interesting he should say that, of the security and no proactive treatment for preventing of the protect, prevent, prevention to protect them. Okay, so there is that. Um, I'll be reading another one here in the next episode. I'll have probably an hour episode of this, and then I've got a couple other things we'll be doing. I find it interesting but the first half hour, I've read two articles that cover what I said nearly a year ago. 
a year ago, now showing up. I said, if you take the vaccine, you're going to have repercussions. And it's been confirmed what I said. And that is a prophecy. Another one was Pashwana in the White House. Interesting. I'm glad to be back. I come back from a 90-day wilderness fast and sabbatical. It's good to be back. I'm doing the normal news cycle. Um, tonight's a special night. I'm getting ready to open up three books that I talked about in my series. I kind of covered a little bit on that. But now I'm taking it full circle. Father let my heart do so. But it's interesting that I'm sitting here before you now talking. So I'm going to take a 10 minute break. Maybe a 20. And I'll be back with the second half. We're going to do another Bible verse. And then we'll go read the next four articles or five articles. And then I'll be done with that for tonight. Take a break. Get it all edited. Get it out to you. And then we are going to read Billy Graham's piece. Um, and then next week with this, there'll be music, of course. Um, I'm going to have my other segments that I normally do. But I have two new books coming in that we will be reading the first half. Both of them, um, two new series, so they'll be um, season one on both. My news is season two or season three. And then I've got one more article which comes out of Britain. And it comes out of the globe and it's been confirmed. I checked to make sure. So I'm going to take my pen and I'll be right back.
I'm back and I'm getting ready. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to post, kind of read this post from the Washington Post. I'm not going to read anything. I'm just filling it in before I do the other part. And that's about Senate Democrats force vote on bill overriding new election laws in GOP-led states. Here we go again. Biden and his cronies interrupting. And I say they have no right. They're breaking the law. Um... Even the Torah states you shouldn't change things. So Senate Democrats are preparing to force a vote on a bill to override new election laws in Republican-led states that they say discriminate against minorities in an effort to face likely defeat. But the move provides Democrats with another chance to attack Republicans as racists. Democrat senators were reportedly close, closing, closing in Monday on the compromise with Hold out Senator Joe Minchin, Minchin, Minchin the third on wind of West Virginia on a bill similar to the one passed in the House in March that that deal the deal would have the federal government as national election rules, including losing states requiring that voters should ID. Reverend Al Sharpton said Senator Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer told him in a meeting on Monday that Democrats are trying to round up every Republican supporter to avoid the bill from being blocked through a filibuster. However, in a vol volley of partisan partisanship to Mr. Sharpton, said he and Martin Luther King III, the son of a slain civil rights leader, tried to deliver a letter to Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell requiring a meeting, but Sharpton said to McConnell, staff, McConnell's staff refused to accept the letter from the two and Mr. King's wife, Andrea Waters. Mr. Sharpton said the fact they led, they're led by someone who won't even receive a letter gives him little hope Republicans who will support the bill. I have a lot of faith but there are differences between faith and fantasy, he said. Sharpton even said someone as a repugnant as Donald Trump has met with me. So Mitch McConnell is to the right of, of Donald Trump, he said. The opp opposition for Republicans will ramp up pressure on Mr. Mitchin and Senate Christie Sienna of Arizona Democrats to go along with the end of the ability of the majority party to block legislation from the filibuster. Here we go again, the Democrats doing their immoral acts to break the law. Um, it goes on, Sharpton said, Mitchum, or Manchin, has a moral obligation, which he does not, to support a suspension of a filibuster 
at least for civil rights legislation. And this is not civil rights legislation. It's laws in each state that govern the election process. And they're, how would I say, getting into the mix and doing what they're not supposed to do, which is to make the American people bad and make themselves look like they're gods. Um, and it tells me in my Bible, they are not to bear false witness, but they're bearing it. Um, bringing up the bill supported by the Democrats will serve as a political purpose is forcing Republican senators to vote against it will provide Democrats and civil rights groups another high-profile opportunity to choose the GOP of supporting laws that the left compare to those passed in racist Jim Crow era. Okay, we've got to say this loud, that these voter suppression bills are about white supremacy. Here we go again, white supremacy. Senate Robert Casey of Pennsylvania Democrat said at a rally near the Capitol calling for a block of state laws. So now they're interfering with each individual state law. They have no right. The federal government cannot allow a continuation of white supremacy that has led to so many problems for so many Americans, and in particular communities of color, although throughout the country. Um, excuse me, I'm, I'm Jewish, and they're saying I'm a white supremacist, um, and I'm an Israelite Jew. I have something to say to you Afro-Americans in the White House that are Democrats. Back off. Casey described the political stakes of the de debate late in the interview. What we have to do is to make sure that we make it very clear that our side is trying to protect the rights of voters. The other side has blocked it, he said, because they're requiring voter IDs. Yeah. After House Republicans voted against a similar bill, election bill, the Democrat Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee said that the GOP had voted to continue to allow states to restrict access to ballot boxes, especially for voters of color, low-income voters, seniors, uh, service members, and voters of disability. Now they're using my disability as a way of getting a law passed. Uh, hello, Democrats. You're fools. Yeah. Uh, details of the compromise, compromise bill have not been released, but they are expected to be aimed at a law passed by Republican legislation in 18 states. In a wake of allegations that the Democrats stole last year's election. Here we go again. They're still in the election, people. They're running over the American people. Think about it saying that the new laws are needed to prevent the integrity of the election, Republican legislation in states such as Georgia and Texas have tightened the rules requiring such things as showing a picture ID or a special state voting ID to case ballots. Republicans have said that the states are not targeting minorities. They are saying that Democrats in Congress are trying to nationalize the election. What this is really about is the effort of the federal government to take over our way of conducting the elections in the country. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said earlier this year, while the law does, does not rise a level of the Jim Crow laws that barred blacks and minorities from voting, critics says requirements like reproducing picture IDs 
disproportionately make it more difficult for minorities to vote, which is not true because they are less likely to have this identification. Not true. Under the bill passed by the House, the federal government would override the state laws with new federal requirements, like requiring voters only provide the last four digits. Uh, no, I don't agree with this. Is there a social security number? No. No, 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 no. I, I d- disagree. That That's going to cause a whole nest in itself. Security, social security should not be used for voting. Mention proposed a compromise that would among other things, require the states to check identification, but said voters could provide other documentation instead of picture IDs, such as utility bills, which Ohio has. And there is your Washington Post, which is interesting they should say that. I disagree with them saying that they want to use our social security card. Uh, wasn't that what happened in Florida a few years ago, mm, about 10 or 20 years ago, and they had problems in Florida with people stealing, quote, unquote, um, um, quote, unquote, stealing social security numbers? Interesting, they should post that. So let's see our next news article. I'll check something here. But I want to get this on the conservative briefing on Biden. Ha, huh, another one. Blackburn suggests Biden's Afghanistan exit was intentionally botched, botched to aid China. Interesting. So here we go with another article talking about Biden's stupidity. And we already read a verse several weeks ago. I'm not going to go into it on strength. Tennessee Republicans sent Marsha Blackburn suggested Monday that President Joe Biden may have intentionally mishandled the chaotic, deadly pullout of Afghanistan by the means of seeking elevating China and rising call for him to step down. Blackburn, a frequent critic of the administration and an avid supporter of the former President Trump agenda made her comment during an interview on Newsmax TV morning show ahead of scheduled testimony for the White House and Senate by Secretary of State Attorney Blinken, who is sure to face point questions about the way Biden left Afghanistan. What we have expected are questions such as, did we have a withdrawal plan? Or was there happenstance, she said. The steps that the Biden administration made, which are missteps, were they intentional or were they seeking to elevate China? Had they made a deal on the front end? Was the Taliban created creating an exit strategy for us because they did not have an exit strategy? Blackburn continued. Blinken is set to provide testimony before the House Foreign Affairs Committee on Monday, which was today, and the Senate counterpart on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, Blackburn told Newsmax that one question Blinken faced is whether the Biden administration decision to pull out of Bagram Airfield in July was intentional in order to leave the equipment and Afghani allies to the Taliban to create chaos 
perhaps to force off, force off of his villain domestic agenda. Interesting. Did they plan to leave thousands of Americans and SIV applicants and SIV holders behind enemy lines? Most certainly. And why did they underestimate the Taliban, she asked. Blackburn committed an incestuous coming of the sentiment rising among the electorate and members of Congress for Biden to step down. A survey conducted earlier this month, shortly after August the 31st, invitation deadline, or uh, them leaving is what it means, deadline of the dead and the death of 13 U.S. service members a few days later, before finding a 52% America, uh, Americans was Biden to step down, while 39% disagreed. Interesting. Interesting. Time and time again, President Biden has showed the strength of a marshmallow. There we go. And the intellectual capacity and judgment of a gnat, said Rep. Republican Mo Brooks of Republican of Alabama, noted in a press release, America and the free world simply cannot afford the risk of such vacacious men in the office of President of the United States. President Joe Biden has proven himself to be a complete and total fiasco. The horror of the dead of dead American military personnel gives, gives, gives their lives in defense of blotched Afghani withdrawal in Joe Biden's pinnacle and incomprehensible and incomprehensible book said as such President Biden should in the name of honor resign as president of the United States he added as the president has said repeatedly the buck stops with him and I agree the buck stops here President Biden has demonstrated that he is unfit to serve as commander-in-chief and therefore must resign. Republican Jackie Woloski, Republican of Indiana, noted as well, if, as Blackburn suggested, the term turbulent output put, put out of Afghanistan was intentional, the fallout has not been something that Biden has been able to manage. His approval rating well over 50% beforehand, has now fallen to 43%, a week after the evacuation and tanking at 39%, just in a week after Afghanistan. Inflation, COVID vaccination mandates, and the out-of-control U.S.-Mexican border continue to drag him down. Blackburn went on to suggest in her interview that it seems unlikely that the administration was not aware of what could happen as a result of an Afghan pullout. Namely, the Taliban would retake the country. That would be a boon, boon for the American competitors. Were they not aware that the Taliban was working with China and Russia and Iran, she says? What we know is China needs to have the over, overland route to Beijing and Tehran she told Newsmax TV. The only, they only got in going through Afghanistan. They also want the rare earth minerals that are 
there in Afghanistan, the lithium mines, things that are natural, which the U.S. has put on the map for them. They know, they know where they are located and where exactly those components which are necessary for semiconductor chips, microchips, lithium-ion batteries, and lithium-ion batteries, she said. So there is the wake of the conservative briefing. So let's go to our next news article, which happened to pop up just recently. Pinpoint of, uh, let's see, that is not, that's not, okay. Republicans point to leaky, leaked Biden call accusing administration of manipulating Taliban intel. So here we go. Thou shall not bear false witness again with Biden. Republican Brian Mass, Florida Republican, accused the Biden administration Monday of manipulating intelligence and misleading the public about the Taliban's swift takeover of Afghanistan. The testy exchange with Secretary of State Attorney Blinken, centered on transcripts of the final call of President Biden, had with now ex- ex- um, exiled Afghani President Afwan Ghan in June, in July. In the call, Biden compelled Mr. Gohan to change the perception of the Afghan security forces, failing opponent opposition against the Taliban's offense, where where it is true or not. Mr. Mass confirmed Mr. Blinken about the call during the testimony before the House Foreign Committee, uh, a fair committee on a chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan. Mr. Secretary, as a transcript that leaked, leaked transcripts, as you refer to, it said, did President Joe Biden, or did Biden work with the coward exiled president of Afghanistan to manipulate the intelligence about the Taliban. Mr. Mass, after Afghan war veteran, asked at the start of his questioning, goes on to say, I think that everybody looks for an explanation about what happened and how everybody got in it so wrong. How your administration got it so wrong. Needs to look at the most explain at, at, at the at the likely explanation asking the president of Afghanistan to manipulate the intelligence of what would actually going on at the Taliban level. Mr. Mass said, accused Mr. Blinken of being complacent with the campaign and misled the public. The transcripts, which were first obtained by Reuters news agency in August, revealed that Biden urged Mr. Gihan to project a different picture in a bid to boost support for the embattled Afghan secure forces as it became clear that they were faring poorly against the Taliban. Interesting. After the transcripts were made public, the administration continued to stand by its claim that the rapid fall of the Afghan secure forces to the Taliban had not been foreseen. Our nation's security team and no one in Congress or I had said most people out of the public anticipated the Taliban would be able to take over the country as quickly as they did, and that the Afghan National Security Forces would fall so quickly as they did. White House Press Secretary Jan Paskey told the press in the days following the transcript, so even with the content that of the report 
that is consistent with what we say many times publicly, she said. Though there is no evidence that Biden administration directly received intelligence predicting the rapid collapse of Afghanistan's government, though many were alerted by see, seemingly divergent messages from the White House continuing to, to project on the public what the president said to the said to then President Gihon in public is exactly what he said in public. Blinken responded to Mr. Mast. The issue is what issue was not whether Afghan had the capacity to withstand the Taliban. It's whether it had the will and the plan to do so. You're saying it's false, Mr. Mass interrupted. Speaking about the transcript, it's false. It's a lie. It's incorrect. We did not work to tamper down the intelligence of the Taliban. Absolutely not, Mr. Blinken reported. But Mr. Blinken's response held little water with Mr. Mast. I remember this guy's a veteran. He was in Afghanistan, and he's making Mr. Mast is making this guy a fool. They deserve to know if he manipulated intelligence, if President Biden manipulated intelligence, and what that what led to everything going wrong. Mr. Mass said while holding up a picture of 13 service members that were killed in the terrorist attack targeting, targeting Kabul's airport in the final days of the withdrawal. We deserve hearing on what's going on, leaked transcripts, he says. I do not believe whatever, whatsoever what you're saying about the administration, not working to manipulate intelligence. Mass said that the manipulation of intelligence is the most logical explanation as how so many were wrong on what would happen in Afghanistan in the events of the total U.S. withdrawal. The remainder, remainder of mass questioning devolved into bitter back and forth with the Secretary of State. When Blinken attempted to respond to mass, interrupting, stating, which they are making us look bad, that he does not want to hear Blinken's lies. Can you to speak over the secretary until the panel Democrat chairman, the Republican Gregory Meeks of New York, gaveled in and allowed Mr. Blinken to respond? What the Congress said is simply wrong, period, Mr. Blinken said. This unfolded more quickly than we anticipated, including the intelligence community, he said. I couldn't go on. So what has been said and alleged is simply not true. The exchange occurred amidst questionings that broke largely on party lines in different defense of criticism to the administration. Blinken's testimony Monday marked the first congressional inquiry into the Biden administration's withdrawal from Afghanistan. Mr. Blinken also will testify Tuesday before the Senate Foreign Committee. So there we go. Another pack of lies with yours truly reading it. Okay. Which is interesting that I would read something that pertains to what is going on. So the next three articles are going to be read. Look, upcoming another video. Um, that deals with the debacle two weeks ago, and they're, they're coming back with it. Epoch is coming up with employees in Lewis County after taking the shot a week later getting COVID again. 
Um, we're going to be talking about prominent immunology, immunologist regrets voting for Biden. Um, I'll be back in about 10 minutes. to my little ramble and I mean a ramble I just had something come out of Florida about mask mandates being overturned by the citizens and the vaccine go Florida all right so let's go into our reading prominent immunologist now regrets voting for Biden 
A prominent immunologist has come out to admit that he now regrets voting for President Biden in the 2020 elections because of the administration's COVID vaccine mandate. Dr. Human Norshash has held a position of University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine, Harvard Medical School, and Thompson Jefferson University Hospital and the Philadelphia VA Hospital, according to the Drug Watch. The Consumer Advocacy Organization, which Nourish Norshman is a contributor. Norshman has also assisted in acquiring grants for National Institute of Health, as well as an author of more than 65 articles, abstracts, and reviews, and peer-reviewed medical journals, including New England Journal of Medicine, Journal of Immunology, National Medicine America, and Journal of Transplantation, Critical Care, Medical, and Diabetes. Narash is a prominent of the COVID vaccine for those without natural immunity and recently encouraged adults to get vaxxed, if not immune. However, Narash is sternly against the COVID vaccine mandate, especially for those who have pre-existing acquired immunity. Narash is cited in a lawsuit arguing that Michigan State University's vaccine mandate should include an exemption for those who had who have had the COVID-19 antibody. Gene Norris, 37, Michigan State, administrative social and fiscal, fiscal now, filed a lawsuit against the school claiming that she shouldn't, shouldn't have a vaccine because she contracted the virus and recovered with natural immunity. I consulted with Dr. Huderman on August 21st of 2021 and August the 26th of 2021 about receiving vaccine in light of my natural immunity. Dr. Norhash or Normash advised me that immunology was medically unnecessary. Norris said in a declaration, Norash slammed Biden's White House and the Center for Disease Control Prevention in, in late August for an irrational focus on mandating the vaccine instead of immunity, which he claims cause harm by not promoting determination of medical necessity, vac- vaccinating already immune individuals. The latest straw for Narash came when Biden announced his sweeping vaccine mandate last Thursday. Let me be clear, Pontiff, to mandate vaccines of any COVID-recovered American against his or her will is unscientific, unethical, and un and illegal, Norash wrote in Twitter, the White House, you have overstepped and are operating in dangerous territory when it comes to already immune Americans. Cease and desist. Norash, who voted for Biden in the 2020 elections, insistently regrets helping the Democrats get into the White House. I voted for Biden as a Matain Republican. It was an error, and I now regret it. Immunologists tweeted, on Friday morning, last night's chess meeting press conference by the pontiff or POTUS was one that most destructive of the speeches given by American presidents who claim to be a well-reasoned uniter acting on science. There are multiple studies that point towards natural immunity being more robust than COVID vaccine. Dr. Malky 
who also serves as a surgical oncologist and chief of John Hopkins Island Transplant Center and a professor, professor of Bloomberg School of Medical Public Health said in May that natural immunity works. Murky called the CDC dismiss of natural immunity one of the biggest failures of our current medical leadership. Adding, I never thought I would say this, but please ignore the CDC's guidelines. If a person is vaxxed or has natural immunity, last week Dr. Anthony Fauci was asked about the recent Israeli study that found that natural immunity from previous COVID infection provides long-lasting protection against the Delta variant that two shots of Pfizer vaccine. During his appearance on CNN, Fauci was questioned how he would respond to people who believe natural immunity is as effective or better than vaccines based on the new data. Fauci, the White House top advisor for the COVID pandemic, responded, I don't have a real, um, have a really firm answer for you on that. So, there we go. Here's another one. Careful ethical professor delivers emotional liaison on vaccine mandate before being placed on leave. Okay, and this is from The Blaze. This says, an ethical professor in Canada gave, gave what could be her final lesson at a university she had been employed for more than 20 years. Liaison, or leeson was regarding vaccine mandate. Professor, professor's employer has implemented mandatory COVID vaccination, which he believes is unethical. Dr. Julie Ponsoff is an ethical professor of Ontario Curran University, which is affiliated with Western University Hunton, who holds a PhD in ethics, delivered an emotional message about vac- vaccine mandates in a video that has since gone viral. Today, I'm going to teach you a short lesson on the universe, universal acceptance, accepted ethics of co-ert people in the medical pr- procedures. Ponas said into the camera, I will be an example. My employer has just mandated that I must get the vac- COVID vaccine for COVID-19, the professor said. If I want to keep working, at my job as a professor, I have to take this vaccine. Here's my Quranum. My school employer employs me to be an authority on subjects of ethics. I hold a PhD in ethics and ancient philosophy. And I'm here to tell you it's ethically wrong to coerce people to take a vaccine, she said. If it happens to you, you don't have to do it. If you don't want the COVID vaccine, don't take it. In a end of discussion, it's on your own time and business. But that's not the approach for the University of Western Ontario, which has suddenly required that I be vaccinated immediately for not reporting to work, she continued. I am facing immediate, immediate dismissal after 20 years on the job. Ponas said for wanting to cope not wanting the COVID vaccine. The professor explained that she is not an anti-vaxxer, that she has had plenty of vaccines in her lifetime. Poness noted that she doesn't work in a high-risk environment. 
I'm a teacher. I am a university professor. My job is to teach how to think critically, to ask questions that might expose false arguments, she said. Ponas questioned the effectiveness of the vaccine. Nobody is promising that I won't get COVID or transmit COVID if I have gotten the vaccine. I am entitled to make choices about what does and what does not enter my body, regardless of my reason, she said. This is my first poten potential, my last less liaison, liaison for the year. Ponas said to her voice cracking after getting emotional in the spirit of Socrates, who was executed for being questioned. This lesson, or lesson, will consist of one question. The professor asked her students, when a person has done their job for the satisfactory of her employer for 20 years, is it right or is it wrong to suddenly demand them to submit to an unnecessary medical procedure in order to keep their job? The employee is not allowed to ask questions, the professor said. She may only submit to the procedure and be fired or be fired. To my first year students, is this right or is it wrong? Ponesse ended the video as she broke down in tears and put her face in her hands. Ponesse was condemned for calling the vaccine experimental and questioning the effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccine. Arthur Chaplin, the founder of the director of the Division of Methodical Ethics at the New York University Medical Center told Toronto Star, I think she is flat out wrong and it not a difference in opinion or moral. Some of her facts are just incorrect. She is impurging the vaccine, calling it experimental and are just not true. Uh, true. Goes on to say the National Post is disputed the claim of the professor. Health authorities in Canada and many other countries approve the vaccine for emergency use after confirming their safety and efficacy. Although three quarters of Canada has received one dose of the, of, of the approved vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, or AstraZeneca, and more than 67% are fully vaccinated in the United States by the Food and Drug Administration. I'm not one of them. You're not going to get me to take it. Uh, in the United States, the Food and Drug Administration fully approved the Pfizer Biotech vaccine August of 2021. Primarily, the studies have found that Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are more than 90% effective against COVID 19, and the vast majority of the cases are now among the unvaccinated. Ah, and it's come back now that nearly 85% are vaccinated that have COVID. COVID strain Delta. Pontiff emailed her department head on Tuesday to inform them that she would not get the COVID vaccine, wear a face mask while teaching, or submit to a coronavirus test. It was within, I think, half an hour of sending that email that I received an email from the dean stating that I would be dismissed and put on temporary pay leave, she said by the National Post. The email <clears throat> the email reportedly informed the professor that she would be placed on temporary pay leave and you will not be allowed to attend campus. Hermon required a mandatory Heron required a mandatory vaccine on campus, expecting for people who would receive an explanation that they must take the take a COVID vaccine to 
twice test twice a week. There is no test opponent that chooses to be vaccinated with her own website. Those without proof of vaccination or an exemption will be not be allowed or permitted on campus. So here we got it shows a two two-sided tier system for the COVID vaccine. If you don't have the vaccine, you're living below standards and they're firing you over it, which is wrong. Poness explained that she is not seeking an exemption. I want to be very clear in rejecting it as in principle. I don't think we ever should have been in a place where we took at a look at a situation, looking at a situation of a mandate. So I am not just seeking an exemption of one. I am challenging the foundation of the idea. Poness did receive support from people from the People's Party of Canada leader, Maxine Burner, who called the administration at the Western University fascist a-holes. This video has been removed from YouTube and they did remove it. Um, now, here's one on Fauci. Uh, before I read Fauci, I'm going to read my last verse. Um, Actually, I got talking about giants, standing, sta staying against giants. Now remember, we're talking about women's rights, and we just read one about women's rights. Okay. This is David said to the Philistines, Philistine, you can come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you with the name of Adonai Almighty, the Yahuwah of the armies of Israel. Who you have defiled, defied, defied this day, and I will deliver you into my hands. And that's First Samuel 17, 45 and 46. So let's see what she says there. Remember the Bible story of the shepherd boy David and the Philistine Goliath? Goliath had been taunted the Israel's for 40 days. Yes. During someone to come fight him. Sound familiar? She said that the Israelites were stressed. Was an understatement. Goliath was huge and terrifying. And nobody was brave enough to fight him except a shepherd boy who gathered five smooth stones from a stream. Oh, <clears throat> we all have giants in our lives, and our giants are real, and they can rock our world, stress us to the limit. In those moments and we need to remember that the shepherd boy did did he was going to face the giant army of the Huah. there that's where our power lies giants stress us stress stress us but Yahuwah fights our battles for us the next time you weigh down the stress over situation you can't fix, go to the one who can. Then go out with his strength and watch as he conquers a situation that stresses and worries you. What do you think of think think gave David the courage to stand up to the giants giant when the others didn't? So there we go. And we got one more. I'm gonna finish last couple articles for the evening 
pages down, of course. Let's see. And we got two more articles. And we'll read this one on Fauci real quick. Fauci can give a real, real firm answer on why Americans with natural immunity need a vaccine. Interesting. Dr. Fauci, the White House top advisor of the COVID pandemic, told CNN on Thursday that he doesn't have a real affirmative answer on the accuracy of the study found, found by natural immunity that was provided against the vaccine. During the interview, Anderson Cooper, C360 CNN, chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sagarmpuri, asked Fauci about a study done in Israel about natural immunity. Now, it goes on to say he didn't have an answer. And he couldn't give an answer, and they continued asking questions about the COVID vaccine, and he evaded it. Um, this answer is misleading. He's saying that Israel's answers on a natural test of immunity are wrong. But they need to go back and look at it. He, he starts going about the COVID vaccine and the SARS-2 and all this. And he needs to look at the peer reviews and all this. Uh, but he doesn't look at natural immunity. You need to take a vaccine anyway. That's what it's saying. Uh, it, this could be a catastrophic long-term effects. He's using that. Webb pointed out that Israel study found that patients who have natural immunity and are then vaccinated are in the best possible situation. That's what he's saying. Then they discussed the ZPAC, and he doesn't like ZPAC. President Joe Biden on Thursday announced a sweeping executive order that requires private businesses and private citizens of more than 100 requires them to take the COVID mandate. Not. Um, and it's just going on the same thing. And then President Biden announces a sweet vaccine. We've already talked about that. That was announced Thursday. And people are fighting against it. They're not going to get it. Um, Behar, here we go. Behar implies unvaccinated COVID patients doesn't deserve medical help since they chose to listen to the lies on Fox News. Here we go. Here we go. Play the name game. It's Fox News' fault because people don't want to take a vaccine. Behar, I got news for you. A woman, if you're a woman, Get a life. I'm a woman. I'm not taking a vaccine. I know what's behind it. Far left co-host of The View, Joe Behar, on Wednesday's show implied that unvaccinated COVID-19 patients doesn't deserve medical help because they chose to defy science and have chosen to listen to lies of Fox News, all while patients with other needs can get hospital beds. Former Utah Congresswoman Naya Love and Republican said, the views table and former co-host Megan McConnell sit and argue that it is slippery slope for doctors to say they won't treat unvaccinated patients and the decision could lead them to saying they won't treat people with illness. Behar then stepped in. At first agreeing with love, the doctors denying the health care for smokers and the morbidly obese could be problematic. But when she declared that such patients have developed long-term habits compared to other one-time decision unvaccinated people not to get the COVID vaccine based on false information, she added, as if 
she were speaking to an unvaccinated COVID patient, they should go to Fox News' Tucker Carlson and make your case because he tells you lies. He and other people on Fox News and on some parts of Facebook are telling you lies about the vaccine. Behar said, I have people in my family who say I want to get pregnant and the vaccine could hurt my fertility. Yet there's proof. No, there is no evidence of this. They are hearing these things over the place that were false. So now you hear cancer is false, or you have to get a stent or what you have, and you are not able to get a bed, blah, blah, blah. And she goes on, Behar rolled back Tuesday's program, the United States meeting, the worry about the Taliban, blah, blah, blah. This woman opens her mouth, her fat mouth. That's what I'm going to say, it's a fat mouth. Saying that, that people that don't take the COVID vaccine after having COVID have no right to be in a hospital. Hey, Behar, I got news for you. This is America. This is not a third world country. We have a right, whether we work or not, to take a vaccine. If I choose not to take a vaccine, my employer shouldn't fire me. I don't care if it's 100 people or 50 people. I'm not taking a vaccine. My body wouldn't be able to take that vaccine once in it I'm allergic to. <laughs> yeah. The good fight. I remind you to fan into flame the gift of Yahuwah, or God, which is in you. For the spirit of Yahuwah give, gives, us, gives us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of Yahuwah or God, and that's for 2 Timothy 1, 6-8, and it states here, God has asked us to join him in the fight for his kingdom in order to feel confident in what, in what may, may look like. We need to understand that having courage in God, give, giving, have courage to fight for our Father, to fight for our brothers and sisters, is given through the spirit or the ruach of Yahuwah, the same spirit that lives in him is alive in us, though, or that through alone must push us. Second Timothy promises us that our spirit gives us power, love, and self-discipline in order to see the fulfillment of Yahuwah's ruach or God's spirit. We need to take a step it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be a full blown out jump just a single step to ignite a flame a step might be taking a college to call to, to coffee asking a waiter if he belongs to a church or reach out to a neighbor who always wonders about a step in power step a step is a power, powerful it can plant a seed the size of a mustard grain, and that same mustard seed can move a mountain, further the kingdom, and glorify his purpose. What does a step, stepping out and joining the fight, look like for you? So there is the question of that, question of the day. Everything's picking up on my newscast right now. Uh, so I'm going to call it an evening. Um, 
I've got two more readings and we'll take a break on them. And we will have Peace, uh, the Chronicles of Christ, or Yeshua, and then the, the uh, Sabbath, the, the, ho the Holy Days. So I'll do an intern on the, those three. And I say a wonderful evening. God bless you. Pray for Israel, pray for Jerusalem, and pray for our nation. I wouldn't say pray for our current administration, but I will say pray for Mr. Trump. Um, he's doing a lot on the fighting front and taking a lot. So I love you guys, and you have a wonderful evening. Bye.